show for Fellow <coughs> Geeks Unlimited, which is our reviews of Justice League Unlimited and Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. We are on the Avengers episode, The Man Who Stole Tomorrow, which debuted on January 9th, 2011, directed by Sebastian Montez, written by Andrew Robinson, and it is based off of one of the all-time classics, Avengers number 8, which is the introduction of Kang. Has that been an Avengers number 8? Yes. Is that comic wow. Andrew Robinson? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, it was a comic writer, Andrew Robinson. All right, so uh, they have they had teased, I think, the previous episode uh, of uh, Kang coming to this timeline, and Kang comes to the timeline. Uh, badass Kang. This was a great Kang. This is probably That's the best. I have never been a fan of Kang in the comics, and for some reason, I and I don't know if it was just... To be a guy who has conquered a timeline should be able to kick the entire <laughs> Avengers roster's ass. He does. Yeah, yeah. He's got a he's got something to you know answer for everything, including the Hulk strength and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, he's a totally kick ass Kang in this. That's one of my goods. Yes, um, my good too is I love the Captain America Iron Man fight. Yes, I, I think the whole Captain America going, you, Iron Man, you don't know how to fight. You don't have a clue how to fight. Yeah, and you know. And the yeah the montage of Tony yeah. it's like Tony okay take a swing at me and then Tony's flying yeah, back up yeah, against exactly. the ropes or he's getting knocked down or whatever yeah he's, that cat ca- cap is that much ahead of Tony it's, and the, the mentioning of the Kree scroll war especially after we just had the episode where you saw the the, yeah. the scroll they do a nice job of like so, long term story building yes. in this they really it is do said yes up and it's really kind of cool that they do though that. there's there's going to be some talk on that okay uh, all right was there uh, was there any bats. Not so much bad, no. I didn't really have a bad. Yeah, there was nothing that, that took me out of the episode that jumped out at me. No. Uh, no. All right. What were the uh, what were the haws? Okay, so here we get into it. No one asked for proof. This is what Captain America did. This is what he did to the world. First My of way. all, Kang's wife or girlfriend or whatever Run. she is, uh, she disappears. They're in uh, 2425 or whatever yeah. when she disappears. He takes him ten years later, and this is a result of the Kree Skrull War. No, he never says what Cap did; just that Cap exists. Yeah, and I kind of took it as just the fact that he's a, he shouldn't be existing he shouldn't in this be. timeline. But how does that affect the timeline so that the Kree Skrull War that, the, yeah. that it takes? But and how does killing him now in this era? Why not kill him in 1940? Make sure he dies in the explosion when he should have. Yeah. And, uh, right, when he falls into the water, okay, so go back and, and uh, hold his nose so he yeah. breathes in. <laughs> just pull him out of the timeline. After he goes into the water. Yeah. yeah, if you got that much control, just do it then. Yeah. Or when he's falling, shoot him. Boom. Done. And nobody nobody on the Avengers team asks for any proof. Nobody Cap's, says. Everybody Cap's, just goes, oh, Cap, you fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> someone that goes, maybe, you know, we need this guy and... Which is weird, because he said, I conquered everything, and now you ruined it. Well, okay. Then you didn't conquer yeah, everything. that whole timeline logic and going back in yeah. time and stuff You're not like a that. Good time, guy. time travel is Why we could help you? one of those things I never try to write a story or t- or make a movie with time traveling. It just, there's too many ways to poke holes in it or whatever. Yeah. It just, I think you said, uh, no, the, the reaction point. of the team, nobody asked for proof. Yeah. Nobody says, what did he do? Well, then I won't do that. And nobody, when he says, I'll stand down, because I'm Captain America and that's what I do, uh, nobody says, well, 
how do we know that you standing down is what caused exactly. all this? Yeah, exactly. Because that would have been my next, whoa, slow down, Cap. You made that decision. And how do you know that me saying this to you so that you didn't stand down is what... And, and how, how do we know that Kang coming back and trying to stop this isn't what screwed everything up? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like that whole time travel logic type well, of thing. Kang is a time traveler. Like, you getting rid of Cap might cause your girlfriend not to even be born. Yeah. You, you don't know what... You don't know. All right, you're so, making my head hurt here. Okay, well, that's my job is done. <laughs> All right, did you have any hugs, Keith? Yeah, but there, I mean, he he's, Kang says he comes from the forty first century, which is quite a ways away. How are they still using Stark technology two thousand years from now? It's that good. Yeah, sure it is. It's that good. Well, and I, I think they were trying to say like even. I mean, like, okay, so the, the car was invented a hundred years ago, and we're still using com- internal combustion engines. I mean, it's like, it's, yeah, but it this was is software. This is, software evolves. I mean, everything. Right, and and Tony Stark couldn't read ha- uh, and most of it, ninety yeah, yeah, percent yeah, of yeah. it. He couldn't. It was just something on a subsystem I know, just, that didn't seemed, need to change. <laughs> it just seemed kind if it ain't of fixed, convenient. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And my other question is, What's the lone picture, no other pictures, of the FF doing up on the wall? There's no pictures of the, like, these are the heroes. No, just the FF on the wall. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> like, yeah, we just to give we really game. love those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is our favorite hero team other than us. It's like, just so Thor could ask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing on the walls but that one picture. Yeah, that was stupid. That All was, right. Just uh, a little bit, huh? I actually didn't have any hugs. So what, was there any glee coming out of this one, boys? Uh, no, I got some. I, oh, good. I, I really, I really loved the uh, the Hulk and Hawkeye sitting watching Cap. <laughs> oh, kick this is gonna be good. Ass. That was fun, and also the Hulk where he goes after Kang and he goes, ah, you, you know, you can't get through here. It's a distraction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Black Panther rips him. In the yeah, one. that was good. I thought that was kind of fun. That made me chuckle. All right. Well, what about you? You got anything? Mine is. And they, again, they do a good job of long-term story storytelling here. When they go to, uh, they go to the, the forty-two for the first time, the the interdimensional yeah, yeah, yeah. prison. Oh, hello, Ultron Five. Yes, because yeah. Ultron Five is the first one that goes uh, that goes nuts in the comics and stuff like that. So I thought that was a really nice reference to what is to come. All right, what was the uh, what was the star rating on this one, boys? I give it a three and a half. I give it uh, a three. It, it's all part of a longer story. So I was going to say it was a three-star episode, but then I remembered, like, wow, Kang is so awesome in this one. Yeah. I'm going to go three and a half stars. All right. Uh, that is uh, The Man Who Stole Tomorrow. Let us know what you think. All right. So for our reviews of Avengers, The Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and Justice League Unlimited, we are at the episode Task Force X, which debuted on May 21st, 2005, directed by Joaquin Dos Santos. The teleplay was by the late great Darwin Cook, or, and the uh, story was by the late great Dwayne McDuffie, and uh, that tells you something because this is, I will get this out of the way, this is my all-time favorite episode of this particular program. So everything me and Brian's going to say is going to be further down on his list. It's going to be a lot of, that's further down on my list. You can just yeah. do a little sound clip and punch that in there. All right. Well, I'll let you guys go first. What was the goods coming out of this one, boys? Uh, for me, seventy-five cents is seventy-five cents. <laughs> I love that. I, I'm not going to uh, throw away good money. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, breaking into the watchtower, their little plan to break into the watchtower, uh, I thought was pretty clever. 
Yeah. It, it, it's actually my favorite Clock King episode. <laughs> well, the, this was uh, actually, this is the best Clock King. It really is. <laughs> it is. Yes. Uh, I, I, I just dig, here we go. I just dig the Suicide Squad in this. I thought that was cool. Go ahead. Insert now. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that. And I really love Lawton. <laughs> I think I, I think he stood out among them. We'll get to that. Uh-huh. <laughs> he doesn't want to say it. <laughs> Cute. All right. Um, well, just <clears throat> the, the the thing that jumps out at me other than the Suicide Squad is the, the fight in the hallway. Oh, yeah. With Adam Smasher and yeah. Vigilante. And Sh- first of all, three great kind of side characters. Less used characters. Yes. Less used characters. You really got to see them shine on this. That whole fight se- sequence is is one of my favorites animated of all time. I love the John Woo style standoff between when uh, yes. Vigilante and, and Floyd yes. Lawton like pull the guns on each other and they're both ah oh, that that that's awesome. But Rick Flag in this is my Rick Flag from like the original Suicide Squad. He is ha- handing Vigilante and Shining Knight their asses, but. Yeah. So Shining Knight, he kind of staggers him, and he throws that drop kick. Yes. And kicks yeah. him into the room and then closes the door. That might be my favorite move of any animated fight scene of all. It might be my favorite move of any fight scene of all time. I just thought that was so cool. All right. I had no bads on this one. You guys go to work. I had one other good one. I, I, uh, I The fact that they're keeping up with the continuity and keeping characters like the, the Annihilator. Him, it, that... that Robot being back in here. Yes. I think the the fact that they're they're keeping a good continuity. Which... I, I I agree, and I want to know why they stole it. Uh, okay, was there any bats? Yes, plastique should be French. <laughs> I agree, <laughs> plastique should be French, and she wasn't, and that threw me. They kept uh kept boomerang Australian. Uh, why not make plastique French? Because they couldn't find someone who could do a decent accent. Oh, know. you know what? They could. I know. That's what these people do. That's what they get paid for. Do you have any bad? I, uh, I, my bad is weird because I, I love the actor, but I didn't see Adam Baldwin's voice as Flag. I thought he was pretty cool. I, I, yeah. I, I thought the, the representation of Flag was cool, but the voice didn't go for me. Oh, I did. I liked it. Was there, uh, was there any uh, nitpicks on this one, boys? Any haws? No. You, you don't have. You don't have. Um, I. When did the term "big blue" come into anything? In the history of me reading, which I didn't read all the Superman comics. Yeah. Actually, I think it started in this. I honestly think it's big blue. Where's no I, big blue's been around for a while. Is it? Yeah. I've heard the big Boy Scout. I've heard big blue, but I've never heard big blue. Yeah. So that 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 Did you story. know what he was talking about when he said it? No. You didn't know he was talking about no, Superman. No, I didn't. <sighs> And then I figured out when, yeah, when they, they got further along. Um, and Annihilator ripping John in half. I thought that was awesome. He can turn intangible. Why, did he just forget that? As soon as he got his hands on him, all he had to do was phase. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, okay. you, you, you've been fighting for a while. This isn't like the first time you ever fought something. You think you know what you, what you can do. So, yeah, finally. <laughs> all right. uh, I had one, and it was... <laughs> So they have the, the, the second blast door that they didn't plan for in the... Yes. The, and Captain Boomerang chucks an explosive boomerang in a hallway where these where him and Flag are just standing there, and it was like... 
that would have killed you two. Yeah, between two blast yeah, doors. Yeah, I just that that, yeah. that really like that grated on me. That bugged the bugged the crap out of me. All right, well I'm gonna let you guys go first with regards to your glee on this one because mine's a laundry list. So, <laughs> uh, Waller, uh, Darwin Cook wrote it. Just seeing his name, uh, I love that. Uh, the vigilante being in it. I know he's one you mentioned. Yes. He's one of your favorites, and I don't even know why. He's one of my favorites too. Yeah, he just he's got a cool design, the great oversized hat. The um, what's well, Nathan Fillion too? So that helps. yeah. Ah. This is you know what they they you have these kind of silly episodes with the darkest I'm shit imaginable. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it just suddenly it becomes dark. It's just yeah, it's a heist movie, uh, but suddenly we can't trust anyone. Yeah. Uh, and they've had a few of those kind of things. Uh, and I love that it was, they picked the weakest crew. I think I saw Vibe in there four times. <laughs> I saw Gypsy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I'll go it all through and I was laughing at the... Oh, yeah. I've, actually, I've watched this 20 times or whatever. I never noticed, but that's awesome, dude. That's all the heroes in the background were all like the weak ones. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, Keith, what's your Glee? I didn't even bother writing Glee because I knew whatever you were going to do was going to cover whatever. <laughs> all right. I, I, here we go. Okay. Oh, smoke time. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, this is my Suicide Squad, goddammit. This is Rick Flagg. It's Captain Boomerang. It's Deadshot. Uh, the great additions of uh, 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 Clock King. Thank you. Um, so, plastic. I mean, to see my Suicide Squad in animated or on tv or anything just amazed me um in the not in legends because in legends blockbuster was the first one to get killed in the first ep- issue of the 90 suicide squad plastique was the very first person that they kind of imply that she was hurt she's the very first person to get super villain to get killed on a mission and that's where i was reading this going oh my god they killed the, they killed the character they introduced in the the thing it was like oh my god floyd lawton in this is Floyd Lo- is, yes, is, yes. is dead shot. Yes. He's dead shot. You know, he, he is totally amoral. Oh, who do you need me to kill? And then at the end when say la vie, baby, and he shoots the the plastic the plastic yeah. disc or whatever and it and, it's just, and sacrifices her so he can get the hell out of here. Yep. yep. That's totally dead shot. And then finally, one of my favorites, Martian Manhunter. He in in this uh in the Just League Unlimited, he's more of like the the, the supervisor or whatever, the control guy or whatever, he gets to go off in this, and you see, we've talked about it before, he is as dangerous as anybody yes. in the Big 7. He kicks everybody's ass. He's totally awesome. Uh, a combination of Martian Manhunter and the Suicide Squad, my absolute all-time favorite episode of this cartoon. Six stars, five stars, whatever you want to call it, it's my absolute <laughs> all-time favorite. Oh, I also did like the fact that Captain Adam... Dove and saved Plastique. Yes, because they in the comic they had they had something going on for a little while there. Did they? Yeah, I think in the Captain Adam comic back in the late eighties. Oh, I have to actually read those. Oh, well, Broderick did the art. I know. I've got them. <laughs> I got them. All right, Brian. What was the star rating on this one? Uh, I'm going to go three and a half. It was a fun episode. I'll give it a four. All right, that's what we think. Let us know what you, you put down think. Six for it?